Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Christina Bamey, a registered dietitian who is passionate about working and caring for our elderly population for a program called PACE. Christina and I met this spring at the Nebraska Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, and she shared with me the unique and special area she is currently working in called PACE, which stands for the Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. PACE is a specialized managed care program that provides preventative care, primary care, social services, therapeutic recreation, acute and long-term care services, and Christina is passionate and thriving in her current position. In our conversation today, she shares more about her work with the program and how this is a great opportunity for registered dietitians. Please enjoy my conversation with Christina. I'm excited to, I know that we met, it seems like a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago. I know, but it does seem a long time ago. <laughs> we met briefly at the Nebraska Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics annual meeting this mm-hmm. spring, and yes. I was excited that we could connect and you could tell me more about how you kind of got into dietetics and yeah. what you're doing currently. So take me back. Take me back to the moment when you were yes, like, oh, I might want that to be a magical moment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's a little multifaceted. So um, probably the the primary reason why I was interested in like a health related field um, is due to my father. Most of my father's um, side of the family has a lot of chronic illness, a lot of um, diabetes, overweight and obesity, things like that. So, um, I saw growing up, you know, when we visited them out of state, I would see a lot of, um, time and effort they spent managing these diseases. And I just got me starting to think like, you know, these are preventable things and, and how do we take care of our bodies to prevent these diseases? Um, so that's, that's one kind of area that I, that got me introduced to it. And then the other one was, um, all throughout my life, I've been into athletics and kind of interested in how the body moves and works. And so that was another piece that got me interested in the dietetics field. Um, and so growing up and going to college, I started out as a health promotion major at the university of Iowa And during that year, I took kind of general education classes. I also took some fun classes like intro to Buddhism and fitness walking. I always laugh when I look back, like, Mm -hmm. how did I sign up for those? They were pretty fun. (laughs) Um, And then kind of throughout that year, I learned more about what possible roles were out there for a health professional and learned about dietetics and being a dietitian. Um, and then from there I transferred to Iowa state university because they have a dietetics program. Um, and I'm originally from Ames, Iowa. I should mention that. So, um, went to Iowa city, was a trader for being a Hawkeye there and then transferred (laughs) back to Ames as a cyclone and was well accepted. I hope. (laughs) So, yeah. And then, um, so my undergraduate degree in dietetics is from Iowa state. 
and I also did their dietetic internship program um, in January to June of 2017. Um, and then I worked at Iowa State for a year. I have um, a friend, Lisa Nolteen, who I think you know is um, yes. the student wellness dietitian at Iowa State. And um, she just had just heard of this position um, in the ISU Dining Menu Management Department and thought, you know, I'd be a good fit for that, just kind of coming out of my internship and um, applying for jobs and whatnot. So I worked um, for a year, uh, a school year contract with Iowa State Dining. Um, and then that, when that contract was nearing the end, I was looking for jobs and um, found this position out in Council Bluffs. So I've been with Emanuel Pathways Pace for about um, just over a year now. I started there in late May of 2018. Okay. So how was it? Because that's yes. kind of two different kind of jobs. You yeah. know, when you think of like college dining versus yes. where you're at currently. So yes. how was college dining? Because I guess I've never, th I never think of a dietitian when I think of a college campus dining. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great experience. I, I of course went to Iowa State and I had um, a meal plan my first probably year or two. So I kind of saw one end of it, but seeing the behind the scenes was really eye-opening. I mean, there's so much work that goes into developing the menus and recipes for the dining halls and um, all the cafes on campus. So it was really incredible to see the teamwork that went into it. My office was, I think, three or four people who worked um, kind of on the IT and menu side of things. So we would work to create recipes, create menus. Um, we also worked, I, and this is something I worked with Lisa, the dietitian on, was creating um, allergy alerts on a lot of our menu items. So um, the top eight allergies are all noted on the menu items that would contain those because we do, we are seeing a lot more of the student body and I think people in general with allergies or wanting to be aware of um, those top eight allergies. So that was a big part of my job there. That's a huge part. I couldn't imagine because yeah. I, I think I think I don't know, as a college student, I was I always thought the food was terrible and oh my gosh, this isn't <laughs> good. But there's a lot of work and there's a lot mm -hmm. of thought that goes into all of the planning, like you said, and recipes and yeah. putting it all together and now adding like the allergen component as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a great team of chefs at Iowa State. I have to give them credit because they they do so much with um, the recipe development and um, they hold um councils regularly where they meet with students and ask for feedback. I know um, previously to working there during my internship, I did a rotation with Iowa State Dining. And during that, I got to sit in in one of the meetings um, and it was specifically targeted at students with food allergies. So, um, you know, they really they really make a point of meeting with those students and um, trying to understand the food allergies and what what issues the students run into to best serve them appropriate and delicious food. Hmm. That's amazing. That's great though. I feel yeah. like the money that you spent the, the money that you spent on a meal plan, I feel like should have that dietitian right. component in they some should. way, shape or form. Yeah, absolutely. 
And they should so taste that's good. Interesting that, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I mean, it is, you do spend a lot of money on that food. So mm-hmm. it should taste good for right. sure. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Did you get, did you eat the food then when you worked there? We did. Um, I worked, my office was out in a building shared with the commissary kitchen. So, um, luckily or unluckily for me, there was always leftover food. (laughs) And especially in the morning, um, it was also an office shared with the bakery. So there were lots of baked goods, which was always a nice perk. (laughs) That is amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be fun. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that contract ended and then you kind of started the job search again. So what You know, when you were thinking about jobs, the second job, were you looking for something specific? What did you have in mind? I, you know, it sounds awful, but right away at the beginning of my job search, I was just like, I need a job. This contract is ending and I'm an adult. (laughs) Like I'm on my own insurance now. I I got to have a plan. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, throughout college, I worked at a retirement community in Ames. And so I really had a passion for kind of working with older adults. Um, so that was kind of what I was looking to continue. Um, and during my dietetic internship, I was placed in the Council Bluffs, Omaha area for my clinical rotation. So I was somewhat familiar with this area. So those are kind of my two guiding points of, um, trying to find a job like this that I am in currently is working with older adults and then kind of back in this Omaha area. So actually one of my um, internship colleagues, I guess, um, she had done a rotation with Emanuel Pathways and she was the one that knew about the job and um, let me know about it. And I applied and I got it. And I think PACE is kind of a hidden gem that I'd love to talk to you more about if you're interested in learning more about yes. PACE. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we kind of, we touched on that a little bit when we spoke, because I've yeah. heard of it just in passing. And I yeah. think that it's something that more people need to know about. So tell me yes. about your facility. Is it a rehab facility? What kind of facility do you currently work in? Yeah, so um, PACE is an acronym. It stands for Program of All-Inclusive Care for Elders or for the Elderly. Um, So we are an at-home care-based program. Um, And the company I work for is called Emanuel. So we're a nonprofit. And Emanuel has three pathways or PACE um, sites, one in Omaha, one in Council Bluffs, which is where I'm based, and one in Des Moines, Iowa. So the goal of our program is to keep people safe and living in their homes through the end of their life. Um, So we have participants, they're all 55 plus, that's one of the criteria. Um, They live in the service area of the PACE site. So our Council Bluffs location covers Pottawatomie, Mills, and Harrison County in Southwest Iowa. Um, They all have to meet what's called nursing home level of care. So that's determined by the state. Um, And then they have to be able to be living safely and independently in their home at the time of enrollment. So they they don't live at our site, but we do have a transportation department that transports the participants into the center. 
um, during the day and then transports them home. Uh, we also have contracts with providers in the community so we can transport them to appointments if they need to um, be transported. And um, we have right now 193 participants. So um, specifically my position is as the dietitian are is seeing those participants for their initial assessment. So when they first enroll with us, um, and then I see them usually every six months or at least every year for those assessments. Um, I have a few people who I meet with more regularly than that if they're working on specific nutrition-related goals. Um, usually I see some folks who want to work on weight loss or type 2 diabetes management, um, some of those chronic illnesses that um, we see in our population. And then the other side of my job is food service management. So we have a dietary department made up of myself, um, dietary manager, a sous chef, and a dietary aide. So um, when the participants come to the center, they're offered a morning snack, a lunch meal, and a PM snack. So um, I oversee the, the service for that as well. So kind of two, two parts of the job, but it's really fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's all. I mean, that's a lot for that to serve that many individuals as yeah. well. Yeah. They don't all come in every day. They have scheduled um, center attendance. So um I think most people come in maybe two or three times a week, some more than that, some less than that. That's a nice, that's a good balance though. So you can yeah. still keep up with your, with your work and your yes. assessment and your follow-ups and yes, still tending to the food service side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this a program that has, has it been around a long time? Is it something that, you know, maybe we haven't, heard about or yeah. is it pretty prevalent across the country? I think it's growing more and more. Um, I don't know the exact year, but I believe in the mid 1800s and I'm going to be blushing if that's totally off, but um, <laughs> they, it started out in, I believe it was San Francisco where there was a large um, Asian American population. And in that culture, it's, it's more traditional to keep elders in the home um, rather than, you know, placement in a nursing facility or anything. So um, the first PACE site in its original state was um, created out there. And then it's kind of grown in popularity. I think it's more popular out on the coast, kind of in bigger cities and um, more populated areas. But it's, it's growing in the Midwest. Um, I know, Emmanuel, like I mentioned prior, we have three... Um, pace sites kind of in the Midwest region and um, Sioux City, Iowa also has a pace site. So those are the four I know of um, kind of local in, to the Midwest region. Yeah. But I think there's several and it's definitely growing as, as a concept as more people are looking for different ways to, um, you know, live out their older years. Right. Do you know, I mean, like, were you aware of it when you applied for the job? No. Have you heard it? No, no, you hadn't heard of it before. No, my, yeah, luckily, you know, um, one of my fellow interns, you know, did her rotation here and set me up or um, sent me the job description and everything. So I did some research into what it was and, um, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I had no idea prior to 
applying and looking at this job. That's so interesting. Do you know, does each site, like, you know, your site has a dietitian. Does each mm-hmm. site have a dietitian or are you the dietitian for all of them? I am not the dietitian for all of them. Um, I can't speak to every PACE site, but I know the three that Emmanuel um, has, they each have their own dietitian. And I know that the Sioux City, Iowa location has their own dietitian. That's so awesome. Yes. I'm, this is like really interesting because I think about, yeah. I guess you're, you're really young. I'm a little bit older than you, <laughs> but I think about that, like, you know, having something available for those individuals that, you know, keep them out of the nursing home and keep them socializing and keep mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. doing activities and having the transportation component yeah. and the food component. That's such a valuable thing for them. Yeah. And that's, that's another great part of PACE is we truly are an all-inclusive care. So um, I'm along with, you know, dietitian and transportation, which I've mentioned, we also have um, an in-home services department. So um Participants can have an in-home nurse or an in-home aide come into their home and help with CARES. Uh, We have a therapy department, so occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech therapy. um, And we also have an activities and recreational department. So they they are amazing. They have so many fun activities um, for the participants to do at the center. Um, Like just today, I was walking through our day center and they have... um, hockey with pool noodles and a bunch of participants were like having a blast with that and just just really fun things um and then lastly i don't want to leave out my social work department because they do a lot of hard work too so uh we have a a a good team of social worker and then we also have a licensed psychologist on staff because we do see some um quite a bit of mental health um diagnoses with our participants. So we have a strong team there to help um, maneuver those. Wow. What yeah. a, it's like all inclusive. It's like an all inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> like I resort. was amazed. I was like, I kept thinking, I know like right when I first started, like, how did I not know about this? And how do more people not know about this? So mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to spread the word a little bit. Absolutely. So kind of tell me like what it, what is a day like for you? I mean, I'm sure they're very yeah. different every yeah. day, but what does it kind of look like for you? Yeah. So um, most days we start out with our um, interdisciplinary team meeting, IDT. So we kind of talk about current events, what's going on with certain participants, what we need to watch out for. Um, usually then I'll, I'll perform some assessments. So each month we have Um, assessments do. We kind of rotate throughout the calendar year to make sure everyone's seen um, as needed. Um, Sometimes diet educations or other dietary related consults. Um, I try to take a lunch break. (laughs) Sometimes it's just eating at my (laughs) desk. No, that sounds bad, but yeah. It's usually, it's probably my own choice. I just eat at my desk and try to keep up on stuff. And um, sometimes I'll go out in the community and visit participants who don't come into the center, you know, see them in their homes for assessments. Um, Yeah, it it does vary day to day. Um, We do have participants who do experience food insecurity. So sometimes it's scrambling of going through the kitchen and 
you know, what can we send home to this person that's shelf stable because they haven't eaten in three days or, you know, whatever the, uh-huh. the scary case may be. Um, you know, so sometimes it's just dealing with last minute wonky things, but um, that's part sure. of the beauty of it too, is no day is exactly the same and um, it, it keeps it interesting. Do you feel like you were equipped, like with your education to take on something, you know, like, you know, sometimes we, in our internship, we go through and we're like, oh, I could do clinical or oh, I could do food service. Do you feel mm-hmm. like you were well prepared to do this kind of role? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I I think that I was, I'm not, I, I should brag about Iowa State because I love them, but <laughs> I really think the internship did prepare me well. Um, and I, I, I felt comfortable in my role. I mean, I don't think I'm, you know, going outside the bounds of, you know, my scope. Um, and it's, it's funny how, how things come back. I mean, even though I've done my internship uh, two years ago now or so, um, you know, it's Mm -hmm. funny, those things that stick and they come up and it's like, thank goodness I came across this in my internship because this came in handy right now. So I think, yeah, I think I was well prepared, prepared for this. I mean, I still learn all the time. (laughs) Right. Is there stuff you don't know that comes up? You're just like, Oh, that's new. I got to do some research. Yes. And it's funny. I mean, a lot of our participants now, even though they are older adults, they do have smartphones and, you know, they, of course they watch TV and they see things, you know, um, on TV talking about certain foods or certain diets or what have you. And so it's like, if I haven't heard of something, sometimes they bring stuff up to me and say, what do you think about this? So that's another fun opportunity to, to learn some more and figure out what they've seen on TV. (laughs) And have those conversations. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I just had a gentleman, um, the other day he was talking to me about, the keto diet. So it was a fun experience to talk about some of the diets that people may have heard of or are curious about and kind of talk about um, the nutrition or, you know, variants from nutrition on those. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So you said earlier, too, you said you kind of always had maybe a little bit of a passion for maybe long-term care or just working mm-hmm. more with the elderly population. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, my, well, unfortunately, my, um, on my father's side, my, my grandparents had, had passed away when I was very young, but on my mother's side, um, I was, I had a really, really close relationship with, um, my grandparents there and, um, just seeing them age, I think, and having that strong relationship saw, you know, just struck something in me and, um, my grandpa passed away from cancer. And so seeing him go through, um, the various changes with a cancer diagnosis, I think really struck me and he had a really great at home care team. Um, and so just seeing like the possibilities of, of end of life and, you know, it doesn't have to be all negative or all, you know, sad. There can be positive moments. And, um, I thought, it's just really important to be there and be an advocate for those older adults. Um, and with my grandmother on that side, she, she had Alzheimer's disease. And so seeing someone going through more of like the cognitive changes as well, and just having, um, 
appropriate staff and um, people available who really understood the disease process and were able to um, communicate with her in an appropriate way. Um, it was really powerful. And so I think that's kind of what got me interested in specifically older adults. That's pretty. And that, I feel like those personal connections to things always kind of lead us to our passions in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel that way too a little bit? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think, I mean, just telling you about my relationship with dietetics, like I've mentioned most of my family. So um, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a personal and professional passion is what can drive you um, in your career for sure. And it introduces you into new things that you never even heard of before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have never thought of pace prior to this. <laughs> Do you have a favorite part of your day or a favorite part of your job that you really, you feel like is, you just feel at home when you're doing it? Mm-hmm. I really enjoy doing um, diet educations with people who, um, may have certain symptoms or issues that are impacting the quality of life. And then um, down the road, hearing from them, oh, hey, I made this I made this change with what I'm eating and I feel so much better. Or, you know, my, my weight is down, blah, blah, blah amounts. And just like, it's just seeing the the science, you know, the, the, the food and nutrition side of it and the impact on their quality of life is amazing to me. Like who knew, you know, after 80 years of life, you would meet a dietitian and they would tell you one little thing that could change your life so much. And I'm not saying that I'm like the perfect dietitian by any means, but (laughs) it is nice to hear like when those, those dietary interventions are worked on consistently that it can make a positive change in someone's life. It's, it's, that's probably the most rewarding part for me. Do you kind of think too, like, I guess as I feel as people get older, they don't have a lot going on in their life and food tends to be one of the thing they look forward to, that Mm -hmm. they connect with, you know, do you kind of see that when in your practice too, that's kind of what people tend to be drawn to that conversation is created because of that? Yes, definitely. (laughs) I laugh because today we had, we have a monthly event for our participants called food council. Um, So we, we go out and meet with participants and ask about, um, you know, what they liked on the menu this month, what they'd like to see more of um, any issues with food service And we always have lots of comments, which is great feedback for us. Um, And I remember specifically, uh, we have a yearly participant satisfaction survey. So that's an opportunity for participants to give feedback on the program. Uh, And then as a team, we develop, you know, positive changes to hopefully um, work on some of that feedback. And I remember one of the comments was, less chicken, more bingo. (laughs) So it was just, it it made me crack up. So it was like, now I'm really watching our menus, making sure we're not having too much chicken. So it's definitely a highlight of their day. Um, And I Mm -hmm. think also for, for our participants who, um, you know, maybe live alone and aren't able to prepare what they 
we're used to as like a homemade meal, like mom used to make or what have you. Um, I think they really enjoy our meals. Um, Todd is our sous chef and he is wonderful. He's really, um, he's really been an asset to our team and he prepares superb food. Um, the participants love it. So I think, you know, having that quote homemade meal, um, when they come into the center is a really good, um, chance for them to get, get together with participants and, and have a good meal. And I think that sparks conversation too. I always see them talking about like yesterday or the day before we had meatloaf and that's like a huge hit (laughs) at the center. So I, I heard them all talking about their meatloaf. So I definitely think it's a conversation starter. (laughs) Sure. And it's a commonality between all these different people that are coming Mm -hmm. together at one place. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's funny. <laughs> Less chicken, more we bingo. Yep, I feel like that needs bingo. to be like a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Pace. <laughs> I like bingo. I yeah, that bingo was one the of the first things my supervisor, who used to be the dietitian, but now she's um, the operations manager, she told me if you have someone on your calendar for the day and they're playing bingo, Try not to interrupt them unless you absolutely have to because bingo is super popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, it sounds like such a great job and an opportunity for our profession to yeah. become more accustomed to or actually look look for it. And even in your community for, even as dietitians, I think working in a community, just knowing that there's a possibility of referring someone to some type of program mm-hmm. like that, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. I have a few good friends that are dietitians at um, the hospitals in Omaha, and I encourage them, you know, if you see a participant who, you know, is at risk for malnutrition or, you know, has unmanaged chronic diseases, and you know that, you know, if you happen to come across that they're you know, um, perhaps lower income or otherwise ha- don't have access to um, adequate nutrition care, you know, we're firm to pace. We've all got a dietitian in this area and, you know, it's, it's incredible to see some of the changes from enrollment to even a few months down the road, what, what positive changes there can be. That's so awesome. I'm going to, I'll definitely, um, give your email address in there. So if people have questions, yeah. do you mind them reaching out to you or just? Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I love when people get a hold of me and um, I do the best that I can to answer questions and I can absolutely refer people to the appropriate disciplines too, if they have more specific questions for um, other departments. Awesome. I really, yeah. it sounds like I can hear like the passion in your voice about your job. I can tell you really, <laughs> even when we were talking that day, I'm like, she, just, yeah. you like radiate when you talk about your job, which I think is <laughs> such an, it's so inspiring to see someone, you know, fall into a situation where you love your job. Yeah. I mean, it's, I got super lucky because like, like I told you, I, I didn't know about pace prior to um, getting this sent to me from my friend. And luckily it all has worked out. And you like where you're living. You're not names anymore, yes. but you like no, you know, living yeah. over there. And yeah. Yep. Yep. I live in Omaha and then um, I just drive over to Council Bluffs every day, but it's just like a 10 minute drive. So not too bad. Perfect. And Omaha's Perfect. really fun. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Good place for 
young ladies to hang out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I definitely, I always tell some of my guests, I'm like, I'm definitely going to want to follow up with you again in the future and just kind of see where you're at and what you're doing yeah. and how things are changing or not changing. Maybe you'll still be doing the same thing and excelling. Who knows? So, yeah, definitely. I definitely want to keep in touch with you about yes. your job and just your your journey. Yeah, definitely. I'd love that. Okay, so I have some hard questions for you. Okay. <laughs> I always have to end them with my hard questions. So why don't you share with me some of the foods that you enjoy? Yes. Um, I'm going to name names like restaurants because I feel like they deserve a shout out. So, and I worked there in college. Um, Great Plains. Very good. Sauce and Dough Company in Ames, Iowa has excellent pizza. That's, I, that's something I crave living out here in Omaha now is Great Plains pizza. Um, I love avocados. I have to shout out for them too because they are amazing. I've eaten there one time with my friend and, very good. So yes. Anyways, yes. avocados. <laughs> yeah. Um, my fiance and I just started using HelloFresh, um, and they have mm. these Tuscan beef stuffed peppers. So they're green peppers or bell peppers stuffed with like meat and couscous and tomato paste and seasonings. And it, oh my gosh, life changing. So good. <laughs> so shout out to HelloFresh. <laughs> Oh. And Hello ice cream Fresh is amazing. I'll, I'll top and off ice the cream. List with ice cream. Yep. <laughs> you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite flavor? <sighs> you know, it's funny. I I don't think I have a favorite flavor. I like. I'm not too picky. Someone said their favorite flavor was cold, cold ice. Cream. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> And you're getting married. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I just, we just got engaged on the 4th of July. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, I didn't think you brought that up when we were chatting. No, it's, it's very new still. It's very, yeah, it's exciting. Very, very good. Um, Why don't you share with me some beverages that you enjoy? Ooh, um, I'm a big water person. I know that's kind of boring, but I love water. I always have my water bottle with me. Um, I like wine. I'm a, I'm a sweet white wine drinker. So like the Moscato and the Riesling are mm. probably my favorite kind of go-tos. I like kombucha also. I know that's kind of a cliche dietitian thing to say, maybe. <laughs> but I do like water. kombucha. Yeah. I, you know, kombucha is tough. Do you have like a brand? Do you make it yourself or do you? I don't. I haven't, I haven't ventured out into the homemade thing. I had a friend in college. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's still my friend. But in college, she used to make her own kombucha. And I, I never... Did I try hers? I'm not sure if I tried her kombucha, but yeah, she would make it at home. But no, it's just kind of intimidated me yet yeah, to me do it on my own. <laughs> me too. I'm. I'll let that up to the experts. Is what I always yes. say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have a favorite color or favorite color? Ooh, I I don't have a favorite color, but I like kind of the sunset colors like the reds and the orange and the pinkies 
and the yellows, kind of those colors are kind of my, my go-to colors. Your go-tos. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite um, scent or smell? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I know it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think. Um, the the thing that's coming to my mind right away is I just made um, homemade bread the other week, and that mm. scent was so like mouth watering. It was so nice. So I'll, I'll say homemade bread. There is something about that smell. Like I can smell my mom's right now. It's mm-hmm. just like. And, and then like having, and then eating it and the warm butter and all that yes. good stuff after you take it out of the oven. Yeah. Fine. Oh, it's so good. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what brings you joy, my dear? Ooh. Can I be cheesy and say my fiance? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But also outside of that, um, I recently joined um, Orange Theory. They just opened a gym in downtown Omaha and that I, I try to go there um, most days. And that that class brings me joy. That's amazing. I've done it yeah. once and I never want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I need, okay, I'll back up. So when I moved to Omaha, my apartment, it has a, the gym at the top on the top floor. So it's, um, you know, it's got a few cardio, cardio machines and weights and whatnot. And I thought, oh, I don't need a gym membership. I, you know, I'll work out just going up to the, the roof and working out in the gym. And that didn't work for me. I need someone like yelling at me. And telling me what you to do structure. and loud music <laughs> and I'm really competitive. So oddly enough, I really oh. like the group atmosphere. And so if I'm running next yeah. to someone, I'm like, how fast are they going? How fast am I going? Yeah. It's kind of That's silly, but for you. yeah, it works out well for me. <laughs> That's perfect for you. And you have to share what's your fiance's name. His name is Melvin. Okay. Cause I was like, we have to give him a name. He just can't be the fiance. Yeah. He's not just like a, <laughs> an unnamed head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I'm excited for yeah, you. And that thank you. a lot of exciting things happening in your life. And it's always good yes. to hear. Oh, I will that. share one more thing with you that is like a new thing. So I'm, I'm starting the masters of professional practice and dietetics program at Iowa state this fall. So you maybe are. next time when we when we chat I'll have my master's degree but that's oh coming down gosh. the yeah that's exciting is that all online yes yep this yes. is all online mm-hmm. very good yeah you'll have to let me know how that's going you'll have yeah. a, you will have a lot going on lady I know <laughs> I was kind of racking my brain I'm like okay what do I need to talk to Ann about tonight Okay, I got to mention the master's program because I'm really looking forward to that. How did you decide um, that you wanted to do that? Well, I knew I always wanted to further my education um, in some way. And, um, you know, with the, with the minimum um, education for dietitians becoming a master's degree coming up, Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to get my master's sooner rather than later just to stay competitive and, you know, have that knowledge base moving forward. Um, and then with the dietetics internship at Iowa State, you earn pretty much half of a oh. master's degree. And yeah. so um, it just worked out for me that this program, you know, would combine those 
credits that you earned in the internship. And so I'm just going to do um, a year of classes and I'll have that master's degree and it's all online. So um, perfect for being a distant, um, distant student too. So that is I'm way excited. perfect. Yeah. Good for you. That's yeah. amazing. Well, yeah, Thank you'll you. be, you'll have your master's degree and you'll have your MRS. <laughs> your I know. Probably the next time I see you or talk to you. So <laughs> I know it's crazy. It's all happening at once, but it's exciting. Yeah. That's kind of how dietitians roll though. I think we yeah. all kind of just jump in head first it's, and just do it all. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like why do well, one thing you. when we can do five things? So <laughs> Exactly. We're really good at multitasking, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Christina, thank you so much for sharing your journey so far. And again, to be continued, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It is so exciting to hear about programs like PACE, not only for the care it provides to our aging population, but how it sees the value and benefit to staffing a registered dietitian. I felt during our conversation, Christina really feels like home in her job and is happy to be working with such a great program. This is what seriously excites me about this podcast, all the conversations I have. It's that excitement and that's that passion that all these individuals feel about their job. If you have any questions about PACE, reach out to Christina. Her email is linked in the show notes as well as the link to the national PACE page. My website, AnnaElizabethRD, is where you can read my latest Embrace the Hell Yeah blog post, as well as all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these great nutrition experts. My book is also available to purchase on the website, and there are now 15 CEUs approved for self-study through the CDR, which you can purchase on the website as well. I hope we can connect more on social media. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.